I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Wake up, parents, or if you are up already, listen carefully. I'm going to talk about something important to you. It is school rules for parents. Yes, school rule for parents. You know, wake up, it's time for school. Yeah, you, you, you are not actually going to school. It's your children going to school. But you had to put up so much energy in preparing for school, it feels as though you are a student. And I want to give a few tips or rules to help you make schooling perhaps sweeter. And here are the rules. 1. Wake up before your children in the morning. Parents are managers of the home. It is imperative that they show loving yet firm leadership by their own example. Getting up in the morning before your child does is a good example. Although there might not be a problem if a child rises before a parent, the real issue is if the parent appears to be lazy or undisciplined. Arising before the child helps the child to understand the importance of discipline and provide hand-on supervision and direction. Don't be a lazy parent. Number two. Make up your bed when you get up. Set an example for the children that the first thing when they get up is to make up their own beds. It starts the day with discipline. Therefore, you make up your bed first thing. Number three. Set bedtime times to allow each child to have at least 9.2 hours of sleep per night. Yes, 9.2 hours of sleep per night. The latest research indicates that teenagers need at least 9.2 hours to satisfactorily make it through the day. Now, that means little ones need a little more, about 10 hours or 11 hours. 8 hours is not sufficient time to sleep for a child under the age of 18. Teenagers who get less than 9.2 hours of sleep might generally do not do as well academically or socially as those who get more than 9.2 hours of sleep. Ideally, teenagers thrive best on 10 to 12 hours of sleep per night. This generation of teenagers is the most sleep-deprived in the history of humankind, and they are suffering physically and mentally because of it. When your child get the right amount of sleep, they are more alert in school, less agitated, and healthier physically. If your children are in primary school, they need 12 to 14 hours of sleep per day. This is why they take naps during the day. Make sure the schools your primary age child attend have nap times. Set the time for your teenagers to go to bed and at the latest 9 p.m. and for your toddlers the latest 7 p.m. If your children go to bed long after you, the parents, then the children are the parents. Make it a practice not to leave your children up while you are in for the night. If your children already have a habit of going to sleep very late at night, they are already on the wrong track and that habit must be broken. A most important point is not to wait until your children are sleepy before they are sent to bed. 
that is much undisciplined habit to develop. Set the time for your children to go to bed regardless of whether or not they feel sleepy. Then, rule number four. Prepare a healthy meal each morning. Make sure your children, pre-teenagers and teenagers, get a big, healthy breakfast every day. This is the first rule of the day. Should be too. If you are a vegetarian or meat eater, make sure the breakfast is rich in complex carbohydrates, potatoes, whole grain cereals, oatmeal, grits, yams, plantains, rice, and protein, beans, eggs, fish, tofu, nuts. Eating whole grain waffles, pancakes, patties can be wonderful for breakfast. Do you realize that everything you eat for lunch can also be eaten at breakfast time? Give your children a great blast off each morning. Avoid giving your children junk food such as sodas, sweet juices, potato chips, sweet biscuits, candies and chocolates for lunch. These do not provide the nutrition or energy the brain needs to study well. Number 5. Rule number 5. Control the television viewing times. Most children do not do well academically or socially watching television for hours every day. Mixed school work and television is a recipe for disaster for school-aged children. Ideally, during the school year, do not allow your children to watch television or very controlled. Let them concentrate on their schoolwork and wholesome recreation. If you feel the need to allow television viewing during the school year, it is imperative that the duration in which they watch are restricted. It is unwise and counterproductive to allow your children to watch television from, from the time they get home from school until they fall asleep at night. That's not good. Indiscriminate television viewing robs the brain of the ability to create original thought, makes the brain makes the brain lazy, encourages obesity, and destroys good time management. Your children will learn more about life and social skills while playing with neighbors, children, or reading. Then rule number six, create a comprehensive timetable. To manage all activities, Make a comprehensive chart for the entire household. This is not a class schedule. This is a detailed timetable of what everyone will do from the time they get up in the morning until they go to sleep at night. It should include wake-up time, devotion time, household chores, meal time, fun or cello time, homework time, and bedtime. Parents should be included on the chart of activities and also be inclusive and to provide encouragement. You do not want to treat your child like little slaves. The timetable of activities should be created during a family chat by everyone. I would advise parents to have an initial manager chat or parent chat before calling the children for a household family board meeting. The family board meeting should include all children, even the preschool age ones. Here is rule number seven. Let your children get their clothes ready for school. Uh Uh-huh, I'm saying it right. Parents, it is not good that you always do all the ironing, washing, or preparing your children's clothing. They are to learn responsibility and accountability by preparing their own clothing for school. The older the children, the more involved they should be 
in readying their clothing, making up their bedroom, and preparing breakfast. If parents decide to wash all the clothes, then the children are to fold them, put them away, and prepare them to be used. This is very important. And then number number eight. Rule number eight. I hope you're listening. Take a look at your children's school books each day. The biggest mistake parents make is to ask the question, Do you have any homework today? The children can easily answer, No. And many parents will just say, Okay, and leave the subject of homework alone. Parents never trust your children's response to your question. The better approach is to assume there is always homework to do. Even if each teacher gives no direct assignment, there is always revision, reading, and learning beyond the classroom. Therefore, parents should say, Show me what you did in school today. Sit down beside your children, parents, and ask these questions. What did you learn today? How would you apply what you learn in life? Parents can have as a rule that their children must tell them one thing they learned in school that day. If your children are high school teenagers, you can decide to give a little room for independence. However, it should be your practice to see your teenagers' books and show interest in their schoolwork at least twice a week. And then, rule number nine, attend PTA meeting. Parents, your children are happy when you attend a PTA meeting. Don't show a lack of interest. Then rule number ten, reward any improvement. Congratulate them for the improvement they made, whether from D to C or C to B. Show them you love them. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.